Hey everybody and welcome back to Expand Cool, where we dive deep into the things that we think are worth talking about. I'm Kevin. And I'm Sam. And today we're talking about Diablo 2. Yes. Uh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Been waiting ages. <laughs> this is the game we probably both had to convince each other to not include in our childhood video games list from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> because we knew that it would be an episode in its own right in the future. Obviously. <laughs> um, Sam, what, how did you get started with this game? Like, what led you to Diablo 2? Well, um, I grew up watching my dad play Diablo and Diablo 2. Um, I remember sitting next to him, watching him play and, you know, helping him find loot and just getting all nervous while watching him because, like, you know, I was eight and so right, like, right. there's there's blood and gore like everywhere on the screen and there's like these creepy monsters that are everywhere and uh it was it was great and soon after you know watching him for a while i i definitely started playing and uh mostly it was by myself it wasn't as much multiplayer but it was so much fun yeah i this was um like, my brother and I, like, it took us a while for us to get a console, and before that, we had two computers downstairs, just because, like, through, like, my mom's work and stuff, we just happened to have two computers. There were not two computers so people could play video games. <laughs> <laughs> this was not their intent. But Diablo 2 was the first game we had to convince our mom to let us get, <laughs> because... <laughs> Well, it was rated M. Right, and, and it's literally, it's called Diablo. It's called Di Diablo. There's no, there's no really real way to skirt around the subject matter of the game. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, a couple of my friends had this game, so it was like, it wasn't just us trying to convince our mom that we should get a game that no other kid is getting to play it's like oh but other kids are playing this game and we really want to try it and so after much harassment and to <laughs> our mother's chagrin she actually got it for us and this was like my brother and i played co-op games like some but mm -hmm. this was like this was the birth of like our co-op career together <laughs> like this game was we played co-op non-stop in this game and it only made us want to play more co-op games so like as soon as we got like a ps2 we were getting just a ton of co-op games because we knew that we loved co-op because of this game it was <laughs> so we played a ton of co-op well that's sweet you guys got to bond over this diablo game <laughs> yeah yeah over this bloody <laughs> violent <laughs> i mean isn't that how everyone bonds though <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> to some extent i i don't know if i want to say yes to that for <laughs> legal reasons or anything but uh... <laughs> one of the things that i think was great about this game was that i had not really played any rpg like thing before this game and so getting introduced to a game where there were all these different classes and mm -hmm. this big world and all these different skills and, and these stats and all these things that i had 
heard legends about <laughs> being in <laughs> games, but had never really experienced it in a game. I think I was lucky that this was like my first foray like into that because there were several other games that were doing that sort of thing at the time. Right. But this was the one. This was the game that nailed it and everyone was like why is this game why is this game doing so much better than all the other ones why is everyone playing diablo 2 because it just nailed the theme the story the characters the the gameplay Ugh, it was so much fun yeah it, it it really did an amazing job at what it was trying to accomplish i think that it to me is is a fair bet that in the series a lot of people regard this game as the best even though it's the, it's not the oldest or the the newest. Right, it's still a product of its time for sure. Yeah, <laughs> two thousand. <sure. laughs> right, and like there's definitely some things that I'm like, ooh, that's aged. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I love the look of the game. I I think even though it's it's older looking and it's you know top down two D, it still looks pretty damn good for yeah. being 2000 it's one of those games that with a limited amount that you can do visually it does the most to get as much detail as possible and also has extremely unique looking things yes. so that they stand out like i feel like one of the bigger complaints for like maybe say diablo 3 or other games in the genre that since the theme of a lot of these games is like, oh, the bad guys are all, like, demon-like, mm -hmm. that they're all just demon-like. same-looking. Yeah. yeah. They, it's, you, it's hard to, you know, differentiate one demon from another. And Diablo 2, like, every single enemy has a very specific different look to it. So as soon as it walks in, it's like, oh, that's a new guy. <laughs> right. And, like, I feel like even, like, throughout the game, like, depending on the act, you can even be like, oh... Well, this same bad guy that I've seen in previous acts now looks like this. It's a different color or it has a, a slightly varied look. Like you're like, okay, this is the same guy as the first act, but he's like upgraded or, right. you know, it's slightly a tougher different. version. Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. I feel like they did a pretty good job of being able to have all of those different types of enemies in each act so that it's it's not like you're like, oh, I'm just fighting the exact same thing every single time. <laughs> right, yes. And one of my favorite things with the enemy design was, you know, even they introduce very early in Act 1, like, the Fallen, and mm -hmm. then they introduce the Shamans who can, like, resurrect them, like, right after. Yes. But throughout the game... Like you said, you'll see enemies that you've seen before, but now, back then, they were an enemy you feared, and now suddenly in this act, not only are there a lot of them, but suddenly there's another dude who makes them, <laughs> and you're like, right. oh, oh, geez, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, also just, almost every area of this game, even optional ones, would just introduce new enemies that would fit really well with, like... The type of theme that it was going for definitely um like i like i think about like act three in the jungle oh yeah like spiders and like little like imp like dudes that have like blow dart guns <laughs> oh, and you know God. like jungle beasts like all these mosquitoes like tons mm -hmm. of things that are jungle like it always took its 
its location and atmosphere into account for the types of enemies you would be encountering. Right, and like the sounds that they would make were so easily differentiable that you're like, okay, now I'm going to be fighting a zombie. Oh, now I'm going to be fighting one of those, uh, can't remember the name of them, but the small guys that can be resurrected by the shamans. The fallen. The, okay, they are the fallen. All right. But yeah, like they, they're like, you know, Rakunichu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're like, oh, okay, it's these guys. Yeah, overall, it's like pretty simple sound design, but that goes a long way because, again, like like everything else, it's distinguishable, like you just said. Right. There's there's nothing that like just kind of melds together and it's, you know, I can't tell it apart. All the sounds, all the colors, all the enemies, like all the areas, like everything is unique looking. And that's that's really cool for a game of this time. Yeah. And along with that, I would say that the music did an amazing job of being able to be differentiated between each area. Absolutely. To the day I die, I will remember the theme in the rogue encampment. It's called Wilderness, and it's my favorite. <laughs> I could just listen to that forever. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's a part of my soul. <laughs> yep. That that just opening guitar strum, you're just like, oh, I know what's happening. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yes, it is definitely ingrained in my brain as well. And the music and the rest of the music in this game is also very good. And it all just meshes so well together. I think this game, like we said before, this game just kind of hit so many points right that it, all the pieces working together to make this one cohesive, excellent story experience. Right. What is your favorite part of the game? Ooh, this is tough. <laughs> I... Or I guess maybe a favorite act. Yeah, because, like, act one is just very memorable. Yep. And I think it's only beaten in how unique it is by act five. I think mm -hmm. the expansion act is is probably the most memorable for me just because, like, it has the most going on. There's mm -hmm. so many different areas that are very, very different. Like, the very beginning of the act is you, like, climbing a mountain that <laughs> you're, like, fighting with soldiers up to, like, combat an army that's assaulting where you're coming from. Right. And then, like, you suddenly you're going through, like, ice caverns and stuff. And then, you know, going through these fields that lead to portals to other, like, dimensions that are on fire. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, there's just a ton going on in that act. So I think it's overall my favorite act but mm -hmm. like some of the moments from like act four uh in hell i think that act is probably overall the most boring just because all of it is just like black rock and lava the whole time right <laughs> there's not it's not unique yeah it's not very unique but it's like when you first step into that you're like oh <laughs> you're like i'm in this hell is, this is real <laughs> yeah this is real business right now so but overall i think act five is my favorite how about you i am gonna have to go with act one i mean i know it's probably lame it's not lame all acts are created equal <laughs> <laughs> i feel like they did such a good job of making it all enjoyable there wasn't really a dungeon or a side quest or a quest in general that I was like, oh, now I gotta go do this. 
Right. I feel like I was going through the entirety of Act One, kind of like excited, like you know, mm-hmm. ooh, I got, I get to go save Kane now. Yeah. Um, I get to go and kill a bunch of monsters in a dungeon, and then it becomes light. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I think just overall, it was it's just a fun act. Yeah, I think it was a good introduction to the story in general. Like, it does ease you in. Like, we're talking about, like, Act 4, you're in hell, and then Act 5, you're <laughs> fighting an army on a mountain. Like, <laughs> Act 1, you know, you just kind of, like, walk outside and there are some enemies, which right. is good. <laughs> That's, it shouldn't just, you no, know... you just start fighting an, an army. It's fine. <laughs> right. It shouldn't just dump you in the deep end. But So I think Act 1 does a good progression. But, I mean, by the end, you, you know, you're in these catacombs and fighting all these enemies and a giant boss like yep you know there's it definitely ramps up but ramps at a nice pace that like you said keeps you excited the whole way through to get to the next part of the act yeah well you know (laughs) there are seven classes in this game characters whatever you want to call them sure well, two added with the expansion. We're, we're all talking here assuming you've got Act 5. If you don't act fi- have Act 5, what's wrong with you? You should have... <laughs> it's it's so good. Why didn't you get Act yeah. 5? Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> there are seven characters after once you have the expansion. Yes. W- which character do you think was your favorite? It's tough because if I go with the character that I played the most, it would be the Amazon. Now, Mm -hmm. if I went with the character that I just always had stupid fun with, whenever the druid was introduced, I loved the idea that I could turn into a wolf. (laughs) That's pretty cool. (laughs) And and also spawn wolves. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it was just a great feeling to be able to to do that. I mean, I, I would say based on the amount that I played, Amazon would be my favorite. I always loved going the javelin route and mm-hmm. uh, lightning, of course. Of course, of course. Of course. And usually I would choose Amazon if I was playing by myself because you could survive by yourself because, you know, you you could be more tanky, you could have a shield, you could be up in the business with the enemies, or you could shoot them from afar. Like, it felt more versatile um, depending on the situation. Right. I always had fun with druids because it was just, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's probably a toss-up for me as well, and one of mine is also druid. But I, you know, I loved I loved the druid, like, every way you played him was completely different. Like, yes. either you can turn into an animal, which made you, like, this tanky fighter Mm -hmm. or you're a summoner and you control all the creatures and they like do your bidding for you or you control the elements and you're very mage like and so it felt like anytime i started a druid it's like ooh, i've got these very three very distinct paths where i feel like most of the other classes didn't have they didn't have like three extremely different paths agreed so uh, that's why I love the druid for sure. But then I think, especially in terms of playtime, I played the sorceress the most. She's just so good. Because she's really good. <laughs> she's extremely good. Like, in terms of fun, like, I really liked uh, doing, like, fire and ice together. Oh, okay. And so, like, having, like, meteors and blizzards together. <laughs> like, so if anything's 
cold immune, you toss a meteor at it. If anything's <laughs> fire immune, you freeze it to death. I th- always thought like that kind of combo was cool, but in terms of just winning the game, <laughs> lightning, lightning sorceress lightning. is insane. Like it is, I think. Even at the top echelons of this game, it's still the highest damage class by far. (laughs) And gosh, does it show. (laughs) She can just (laughs) mow down. The Sorceress is not a great solo character when just playing through the game because she's high damage. But, you know, yeah, like glass cannon, like you get whacked by stuff and you're going to die real quick. But in terms of late game, she's the easiest person to (laughs) be on her own because she can teleport everywhere and just mow everything down. (laughs) So I'd have to say the sorceress was it was a lot of fun to just murder everything. I mean that's the point. That's the objective of the game. It, and she's really good at it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to agree. Like I really enjoyed playing the assassin, especially like since we've been playing more recently. I've kind mm-hmm. of gotten into her actual uh skills a little more like making sure that they um you know go together well and i will say like once you kind of figure that system out she's pretty good she can kill them she can assassinate them (laughs) (laughs) as she should um she is a hard solo character though yeah yeah i could definitely see that um i think like, one of my, like, secret favorites is the Necromancer, because... Yeah. And the reason it's a secret favorite is because that was the character my brother always played. <laughs> so, <laughs> I... I mean, I, I wasn't, like, sad that I didn't get to play him. Right. Because I had other picks that I want to first, like Druid or Sorceress, but I didn't get to play much Necromancer, because my... You don't want to play two Necromancers. That's... Right. <laughs> that's stupid. Like, no one wants to do that, right, so... Right, like, you could play two Druids and be completely different, but... You could, yes. Like Necromancer... But two Necromancers... <laughs> uh, like, unless one of you is pure summon and one of you is pure bone, but then the guy who's pure bone isn't gonna have a fun time, <laughs> because the summons <laughs> are gonna just coat the screen and do everything for you. <laughs> I really liked the Necromancer because of, like, that, that kind of stuff. I remember having a build where I had, like, a hundred skeletons <laughs> just, like covering the screen and just doing everything for me um but my brother would always go like the poison and bone builds and i always thought those were really cool as well yeah i didn't i i played like barbarian a decent number when i was like first starting because it is the easiest not to die (laughs) yes this is true yeah i feel like i didn't really play paladin much he was just eh. (laughs) i didn't for a long time and then like one of the I don't remember if it was just before college or something like that. I took a paladin to level ninety, and like I had, <laughs> and I think it's, I think that's still my highest level character I've actually ever made. It was that paladin. Wow! Um, Not even a sorceress. I maybe had one either close to ninety or something like that, but okay. maybe not quite. Well, because sorceress, I think I had multiple that were mm. hot, like around there. But that paladin, I don't think I'd ever gotten any character up to that. But that's the only paladin I ever played. Like, I I maybe played another paladin to, like, level 10. (laughs) And then was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. And high-level paladins are really, (laughs) really, really strong. And, like, I especially made him for PvP. Okay. And paladin is probably the most common, one of the most common PvP classes because they're the tankiest in the game by far. And then also they have, like, some of the best skills for PvP in general. Okay. 
like the auras and stuff work against players when you're fighting them so my guy had a build where <laughs> he has the uh the aura that reduces uh enemies resistances to things oh. and so you could have that skill be jacked up to the point where it doesn't matter if they have like a hundred percent resistance in lightning it's going to be like negative a hundred as soon as you turn the skill on and then you just shoot them with a lightning spell and they die <laughs> like oh God. so That's yeah insane. paladin was a lot of fun pvp but I, even like playing p or um pvm like playing through the game as paladin it was fine right i didn't enjoy it as nearly as much as some of the other characters but for pvp oh yeah that was, <laughs> he has a skill that just makes him sprint so fast that it's hard to even see him on the screen oh my god <laughs> so yeah he, he's fun yeah i feel like i i didn't really play i played a little bit of multiplayer with my dad growing mm -hmm. up but we only had let's see i think we had two copies so we did play a bit but I feel like more of my memories playing multiplayer is with you in college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I remember when we had we started talking about it and we were like, oh my god, we need to play this game now, like yep. right now, multiplayer. <laughs> yep, we gotta do it. <laughs> we have it, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, such good times. Yeah, this is a game I can definitely just keep coming back to. It's like... Like we talked about, especially like the most recent time we've played, you definitely see some of the faults that. Oh yeah. It's a game from the year two thousand. Right. <laughs> it's not as much as people probably want to believe. It is not a perfect game. Oh <laughs> there's, gosh, no. There's a lot wrong with it, but there's so much right with it. There's yeah. so much fun stuff, and it's one of the easiest games to just start. Like you right. just just go, just make a character, go, just go. Especially once you've played through it. I mean. How you play doesn't really change that much. Like, right. it's still through the same campaign. And so once you've kind of got that ingrained in your memory, it's like, oh, we just, we know what to do. Let's just, let's let's just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> let's kill stuff and beat the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my most fond memories were definitely from multiplayer in this game. But I played a relatively large amount of single player. But that was mostly, like, after, like, my brother uh, went to college and stuff. So Right. Yeah, I feel like I've played more single player, but... I mean, it's just, it's a lot of fun to play multiplayer because, I mean, you get to, you know, talk to the person while you're doing it. You're not like... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I just mean like, because when I play, okay, <laughs> you know this, but uh, for our listeners, <laughs> I uh, play games where I have to go through everything and I have to pick up almost everything. <laughs> So it's very slow going. I am a loot whore, and I need all the loot. And yeah, and Diablo fills that itch it incredibly well. It does. It's, <laughs> it is. It is one of the games that prides itself on being a loot based game, where loot is all that matters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I we we were playing recently, and I had to stop myself from trying to pick everything up because you were like, nope, we're going. And I'm like, oh, okay. My, my body just, hurts, but yeah. You know, I, for a long time, I was the same way. But once you've played through the campaign yes. a, like a hundred times, you realize like that the stuff you pick up will be irrelevant in 10 minutes. <laughs> like, because you'll be picking up better stuff. So it's like, 
I'm, why am I picking all this up? Why? <laughs> but I, but I respect it. I respect the loot whoring because I have also <laughs> been accused of that by many. <laughs> oh yeah, I, it's it's bad. <laughs> and yeah. I will say, like, even like especially when I play by myself, I will go through every single dungeon too. Like even the oh ones my you God. don't need to. <laughs> no, <laughs> like a monster. <laughs> I, I I don't think that's wrong, and I actually think well, that's why they're there, right? You you are actually I can't make fun of it because you're doing what the developers intended, right? That's that you're doing a good thing, but I I there's a lot of extra dungeons and there are a you lot. Know, that's that's a bit much. I can't. <laughs> it it is it is a lot. Like. Like, okay, for example, I feel like a really strong memory and example would be the crypts in the Blood Ravens area. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, ignore, I, I, I don't remember the last time I went in there. <laughs> <laughs> the last single player game I played, well, I went in there throughout the entire thing. <laughs> There's nothing in there that's pointless. <laughs> But I did it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I straight up like I remember our like definitely our first playthrough with my brother. I definitely went in there. I think even since that first time, I don't know if I've been <laughs> back. In. Oh, that's funny. Oh. oh my gosh. But I've always I always go to kill Blood Raven. Always. Oh yeah. Always. Yes. You have like it's one of the optional quests that. You you have to you yeah. have to go kill Blood Raven. If you don't kill Blood Raven, what are you doing? Right. You have to go you kill get, Blood Raven. You get like a you know a, a merc, and it's like yeah, you get a follower. I mean, you don't have to have a follower, but it's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, and why people not? are excited that you killed her, and you're like, oh, I'm a hero. <laughs> right. The the townsfolk are like, hey, can you deal with this? You're not going to be like, you know what? Uh, <laughs> I'm busy. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do yet in this game, but I definitely don't want to help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Oh my yeah. gosh. A lot of fond memories. Yes. What are some of your least favorite parts of this game? <laughs> so, specifically, more recently... One of them we might have in common, I feel like. I think we do. <laughs> I would say Act 2, The Maggot Lair. <laughs> because... Fuck that place. <laughs> like, oh my god. I haven't played that place, uh, gone through that dungeon in multiplayer in a while. And so I was like, oh, it's not a great dungeon, but it's not like the worst. Well, playing through <laughs> it, multiplayer, with a druid, with a million little guys, and us trying to get through that dungeon. Oh my god. And then, you know, to add on top of it, going through the entire dungeon and finding the entrance right next to <laughs> the uh main entrance like finding the next level right next to the main entrance was a uh, kind of a kick in the ass <laughs> yep these are definitely this is definitely a thing in this game that differentiates us and <laughs> how we played diablo 2 and that you played mostly single player and i i played tons of multiplayer before i ever played this game single player mm -hmm. and so even our first foray <laughs> into that dungeon, <laughs> you're like, this sucks. Like, this is mm -hmm. terrible. You have to go in a line one by one. <laughs> like a game that is designed to have eight people in a lobby mm -hmm. <laughs> has a dungeon where you have to go single file. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was not a wise choice on the developer's part. If I, it was you double know, wide, it'd be better. Yeah, it, it would be bearable. <laughs> <laughs> it would not be good, but it'd be bearable. Exactly. I There's a lot of things I can excuse and like be like, oh, you know, for the time. No, that... Having a dungeon where you have to walk one behind the other. If you have two people who are melee, you just <laughs> one of you can't play the yep. game. You're like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna sit back here while you kill everything. <laughs> like I remember us, last night yep. playing where I'm the assassin and you're yep. trying to fight. Sam, too. you need to you need to go first so I can use my ice on things. I guess. <laughs> And then yeah, all of your I, creatures behind us, like, what are we doing? Just hanging out in the background, <laughs> waiting for a chance to do something. Uh, oh yeah, my gosh. I, I, I was. I'm glad I at least you at least agreed with me on that because right before we went in, I warned us. I was like, you know, this is gonna be really bad. And like, and you were like, oh, is it, I don't think it's that bad because you're right. Yeah. For single player, it is it's not fun. that bad. Like, it's it can be annoying, but it's sure, not. But... It's not really that bad. <laughs> But in multiplayer, it's the worst. It's oh horrid to play through that. Yeah, I there and there's no other dungeon like it. Like it's there's, no, it's the, like, just quote, unquote, that one closest. I would say in terms of being kind of convoluted and like tight, but not that tight is the Arcane Sanctuary, the next place. But, yeah, like, even there that, are like even that. There are some bridges <laughs> that are like pretty tight, right? But. but you can still go two by two, at least. <laughs> and that also has the benefit of, I don't know, being able to see <laughs> what <laughs> is going on. You're in space. <laughs> right, you everything's see, bright. And it's unique. Like, it makes up Ugh. for any weird uh, Asher sketches happening. Yeah, it's like they put you in the maggot lair and they were like, well, we want to make it realistic. If you were in this little tiny hole in the ground, you wouldn't right. be able to see around this corner. I'm like, yeah, but, but please, let me on. see around the corner. <laughs> I'm I'm playing this from a top-down perspective <laughs> and every other area of the game I can see around the corner and in this one I can't. <laughs> Ugh. So terrible. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, hey, but we're through it now. <laughs> this is true. Oh, and, you know, to add on top of that, uh, going through the maggot lair, going every wrong way, finally making it through there, then going on to the arcane sanctuary, oh and boy. going every single wrong way again. <laughs> uh, yep. I was uh, I was a little, a little salty last night about that. <laughs> yep. It was unfortunate because I knew that was what was going to happen. Right. But it's still, the odds should be, you know. <laughs> there should be, like, odds. There should be, there should be a one in four chance and then a one in three chance. Right? And then a 50-50 <laughs> and we lost all of them. Every single <laughs> and, one we lost. <laughs> uh, like, if, for those of you who don't know, the Arcane Sanctuary is a giant X. And <laughs> the objective is at one of the uh, one of the end points of that X. <laughs> but the only way to find out which one it is, is you have to go the entire length of that quadrant <laughs> of the Arcane Sanctuary. And then you have to go all the way back to the center <laughs> to then go a different direction. And yep. we did that four times! <laughs> yep. Oh, but, okay, wait. Think about this, though. Okay. <laughs> when I play single player, even if I've found the summoner, 
I will go through the entire place. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my I'm God. A monster. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm crazy. I go through every single place. I don't, I mean, I mean, this is just hearkening back to you crouching across all of Skyrim. I mean, <laughs> I don't do things half assed, man, in video uh, games. That, I, that's a, that's one way to put it. <laughs> I just, I don't see how you could not go mad not always playing Sorceress because at least you could teleport everywhere. <laughs> but having to walk, every other character walks. Uh huh. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's insane. Yep. So just think about that. No, I won't. <laughs> I refuse to. I fear that if I think about it too long, I'll do it next time for some crazy reason. It will it will infect me. Be instilled in your brain and you have yeah. to do it. Oh, I gotta full clear this dungeon for some reason. <laughs> no. no. You what, don't. Why is Sam whispering to me? <laughs> Man, hey, to each their own. You know, at least you weren't holding anyone up when you're no, playing single player, so that's myself, fine. So... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, there's there, there's something wrong with that, but there's <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> for other people. <laughs> Maybe anyone who's watching me, they'd go freaking nuts. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, the you know the next thing we have to talk about, you know, all of the intricacies about this game bringing lots of you know new and cool things to the genre and also just mechanics and story so naturally uh what's your favorite deckard kane quote <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean that's a toss-up man no, i feel like he has so many good ones <laughs> he has so many good ones and his voice is just it's so good I absolutely love when he tells me to stay a while and listen. I mean, I want to. He's He has a great voice. <laughs> he does. Like, I... You've quite a treasure in that Roderick Cube. Like, oh, my gosh. such a great line. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that line is easily my favorite because in the... In the hundreds of hours that i've put into this game, <laughs> I have heard that line from him the most just because... Right. When you get the Haradric Cube for the first time and you talk to him, he says, you have quite a treasure in that Haradric Cube. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I just got it. But, you know, how the game prompts that dialogue is you getting the Haradric Cube. And to get things out of the Haradric Cube, the fastest way to do it is to throw it on the ground. <laughs> as soon as you pick it back up, <laughs> the next time you talk to Deckard Kane, he goes, you have quite a treasure in that Haradric Cube. I'm like, yeah, Deckard, I know. I've had it for so long. <laughs> this isn't new. You knew I had this. You know, this is this is like act three hell. <laughs> Deckard Kane. he's like, you have quite a treasure. I'm like, what? We've come on. We've been through this, dude. <laughs> he is just such a great voice. And I like some of my other favorite ones are when you uh, talk to him to get him to identify stuff for you. And he's like, good to see you. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's very yeah. 
<laughs> considering like how like doom and gloom like the whole world is like he'll he'll tell you the business when he's got to tell you but most of the time he's like hey what's going on like he's just cheerful and i'm like thanks man you know it's it's been rough lately right. <laughs> I'll, I'll think i'll stay a while and listen Yes. Oh my gosh. And like what they even because stay a while and listen is such a great line. They named that hero of the storm. His ultimate. ultimate. Yeah, yeah. After yep. that. Like, of course. <laughs> it's the most memorable thing about Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, really. Rip. We haven't gotten to that episode yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got a story. Okay. Ooh, yes. So. This was my first introduction to Battle.net. And, I mean, that's how I had to play multiplayer with my brother. Like, that was the only way you could play multiplayer, was playing Mm -hmm. through Battle.net. But then I also played with random people online and, Mm -hmm. like, played in games and stuff. And I remember one of my first characters I ever had was a druid. And he was, like, in, like, the 30s or something level. I was, like, which is a huge accomplishment for me. I think it was probably the first character I'd ever gotten that far. And... I was in a game with this guy who had been helping me out with stuff, and I was like, oh, dude, I just got this two-handed legendary axe, and it's been doing some sick work for me. And he's like, oh, my gosh, that is amazing. He's like, "What? Which, like, which one is it? I'm like, oh, take a look. And then we went in the trade window, and I put it in and showed it to him. He's like, oh, that's cool. Can I try it out? <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like, I was like, yeah, dude. And I gave it to him. <laughs> and then he left the game immediately. Oh. <laughs> and I was, I don't know, 10, maybe, oh. <laughs> not nine, I don't know. And I I lost it. And I'm sure my mom remembers. I was like crying. I like oh. went to my room. Yeah. I was like so sad. I'm like my super cool thing in my game. This dude just took from me. Well, I, I gave it to him. But- right, but like he basically tricked you into it yes exactly and he was being it was it was the he was being nice he was helping me and uh-huh. like you know and oh my gosh you know diablo 2 besides being a great game taught me <laughs> that people are evil <laughs> <laughs> and not to trust anyone yeah, yeah. tell you about demons in the real world and you know exactly in the video game <laughs> exactly it came full circle <laughs> brought me back to the real world and now I don't trust anyone, so thanks, Diablo 2. <laughs> Ooh, that's dark. <laughs> but has been helpful. <laughs> this is true. I mean, don't trust lightly. I think the better thing with that is to don't trust people blindly on the internet, oh, God, especially. Yeah. Like, because they could be anyone. Exactly. And that and that guy was a dude who just wanted an axe. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't a kind hearted soul. He was just a dude who wanted an axe. Right. Yeah, like so many people have online friends that they've never either seen or even talked to like verbally and like they're best friends and I'm like but you don't even know like who they are or if they're <laughs> right. a good person. Sure. <laughs> That's true. I don't I don't know if I would like <laughs> like trust them with something in real life. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like if I but, only knew you over the internet, like I wouldn't trust you. Sure. Yeah, I mean that <laughs> That's a really 
I don't even know how to imagine that hypothetical, but sure. <laughs> like that, that's really weird. <laughs> yes, it is strange to imagine, but I'm just Just saying. imagine we had only ever talked online, <laughs> and so our relationship also was completely different, and <laughs> I'm like, uh, Wait. yeah, I wouldn't trust you, sure. <laughs> okay, I guess I didn't, you know, lay all I, but the... But I, I get what you're saying. I, I understand. <laughs> I, I lived it. I know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I, Battle.net had a lot of great things with it, but it also taught me that, uh, that yeah. horrible lesson. There were lots of uh, hackers as well mm-hmm. uh, who'd made bots and stuff to uh, join people's games, turn evil, and then kill everyone in the party. Um, that was fun. There, there was one that actually really amused me. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was like, just trying. This was like late into my Diablo career, so trolls were more funny at this point because I they existed everywhere in BattleNet, and there were these games we were going into where this high level guy was clearing all of the chaos sanctuary and killing Diablo, mm-hmm. so everyone could just leech behind him and gain levels. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. And this dude joined our game, he was clearly a bot, and then he would immediately hostile everyone, and then t- put this giant ASCII picture in the chat of, like, a dude, like, <laughs> like a dude with his hand on his face just, like, smirking. <laughs> 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 and then he would teleport to the Chaos Sanctuary and kill all of us. <laughs> oh, my god. And then, and then the guy who was running the game was like, okay, we'll go to the next one. And as soon as we went and went in, the guy showed up and was like, oh hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, this is actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, this is just amusing more than anything. But, yeah, oh there's my gosh. lots of trolls in Battle.net. See, that's why I never played games online. <laughs> hey, that's, I respect that. Yeah, I only played, like with my brother and dad for the most part growing up especially mm-hmm. i because people on the internet are assholes <laughs> yeah and i think that was that must have been my first real experience with online gaming like with strangers and stuff because like yeah i mean i didn't have like i didn't have any console that could go online <laughs> like right. there was no <clears throat> there were no online games i had besides because all the pc games i had were you know, like local single player games. So right, yeah, it's funny. I think actually mine was uh, City of Heroes. Mm, okay, funny yeah. enough. But I mean, like I was playing with my dad, so I wasn't like always alone or anything. Sure. But I definitely met some assholes on there. <laughs> yeah. Little did my mom know that that the actual the problem with Diablo two being given to a child was not that it was rated M, but because. You could play online with people who are way worse than the game's rating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too accurate. Yep. That's the actual... That should be the rating on the box. Not the, <laughs> not the blood and gore, but <laughs> online assholes. <laughs> I I think that should be a rating now. Like, one of those levels. <laughs> That's a problem, though, now, because it'd be on everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless it's like a single player or only local game yeah it should it should actually just be it should be default and then the ones that aren't should can say oh it doesn't have that right yes agreed oh we don't we, you don't have to deal with the <laughs> online assholes yay <laughs> that's a safe game i can give to my child <laughs> such a great game it is such a great game i man i feel like i was playing it recently kind of made me like appreciate both it and the things that have come since (laughs) it's like it 
it reminded me of why I love that game and why it was fun and like all the memories we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But like as we played, like and even I mean stuff like the maggot layer is one thing, right? <laughs> but there's a lot like picking up gold is oh my god horrible that inventory. Oh Just yeah, the inventory the management space. in general is yep. yes, horrible. And I'm I mean when Potions. we talk about Diablo 3, we'll definitely talk about, you know, all those fixes right. <laughs> that, that they did or didn't do. Right. But man, yeah, some of those things are like it, it's something that like the inventory in particular, a giant polearm would take <laughs> up more inventory than boots in an on a normal person. Right. But we're in a video game. Yep. <laughs> Who cares? Yep. <laughs> and why does it have to take up half of my inventory? <laughs> right, right. My inventory is very small. Please just let me carry the loot. <laughs> like, right, exactly. <laughs> even when I'm, you know, not being Sam and not picking up everything, it's still a struggle just to carry the stuff, the good stuff that I find. Like it's And imagine having to TP every, like... Yeah, no, that's... That's and usually it's not even because oh now my inventory's truly full. It's now it's full of things that are of odd shapes that I can't put right. together in my inventory. Like it's I have Jen- too many or not Jenga, it's a Tetris. Yeah, I have too many like two by sixes that can't <laughs> or two by threes or whatever. They take up six spots, I can't fit them next like on top of each other. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then like with the potions where you have your belt. And then, like, you have to wait to get a better belt that has more slots. And then, to add on top of that, it doesn't even autofill unless you pick up potions that right. autofills. <laughs> right. It's just all uh, all inventory management clutter that yeah. <laughs> stems from loot and potions and gold and, uh, <laughs> gosh, just the inventory, everything was bad. It was, yep. there was nothing good <laughs> about the inventory system in Diablo yeah. 2. Um, I will say I absolutely love having the map overlay. <laughs> yes, yeah, that that was a uh, thing that I what I loved and would mess up all the time was you know when you pull up the map it's it's a great overlay and you're you know you're right on the X that is mm-hmm. moving around and you're like cool I can figure out where I'm going. Uh, then if you accidentally press the arrow keys and you <laughs> move the map askew from where you are uh-huh. and you're like uh. uh how do I get it back? Exactly where I am. I can't see. But aside from those rare times, yeah, I love the map. It's, I mean, most games had just like a mini map or like something right. like that, or a map you had to pull up. And yeah, I, I liked the fact that you could keep it up, and that's mm-hmm. what you and I both would do forever. Yeah, it just kind of blends into the background, like right. It gives, it, it, they gave you the option to get rid of it because it's like, oh, we want you to be able to see everything. Right. You don't want to force this thing on your screen all the time. But it's so subtle that I don't like, oh, I can't see the enemies because of the map. Like, right, I, I can exactly. still see everything because you just kind of, your brain kind of turns it off mm-hmm. when you are fighting enemies because it's not in your face, you know, <laughs> it's not bright, like distracting colors. Like, yeah. yeah, right. It's It's designed super well. So, yeah, I agree. The map's pretty great. I enjoyed the fact that you could level up your stats and also have a skill point. Like, I always liked when games did that, like, multi-dimension for leveling up. Because I feel like 
it gave you a little something extra to kind of digest and figure out. Like, yeah, I didn't really understand it when I was younger, but like I can appreciate it now when I'm older. Yeah, and that's that's kind of exactly what you were talking about with Skyrim yep. versus Oblivion. <laughs> like it's it's that, you know, it I don't need everything to be extremely complicated. No, but gosh, no. just but just like some more freedom and more options gives you that kind of feeling of oh I'm you know my character's in my own hands like right. it's not my character isn't just happening before me <laughs> like I get to you know you pick and choose it. things yeah exactly yeah. like if I want to dump everything into strength I could do it yep <laughs> you know maybe that <laughs> won't be the best idea but you know that's up to, that's up to you I mean that's you know You're you able have to. <laughs> yeah you you have that control over your character so oh gosh one thing we haven't talked about i can't believe we haven't talked about are the cinematics in this game oh, like man this was my introduction to blizzard cinematics and for a lot of people i would i would believe that's the case and games with cinematics at the time were garbage yep, like terrible <laughs> cin cinematics basically didn't exist back then and if they did they're like yeah. oh my gosh the cinematics in this game are incredible for the time they look amazing and they are intense. They are, you know, memorable. Like, I still remember some of the cutscenes from Diablo 2. My two favorites that I can remember are when uh, the three pr primevals uh, are opening the portal to hell. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening. <laughs> like, in front of me. <laughs> like, look at this. I could, like, I can see them. There's, there's Diablo and he's walking into hell. I'm like, wow, that's so cool. <laughs> um, and then, all the characters in the cutscenes, like the long, the long cutscenes that we're building up if for Act Five, where there's the character in the prison who's talking to the cloaked figure, and he's mm. got Bale's soulstone, yes. and he's like, "Oh, Tyrael, it's been so long since I've seen you. Oh, it was all so bad, and oh, blah blah blah." <laughs> and and then at the end, he's like, "I'm not Tyrael," <laughs> and it's yeah. Bale, and you're like, "Oh, that's so cool!" <laughs> like the cinematics were amazing in this game. They were they were fantastic. I don't remember as much about them because I watched them more when I was younger, and like mm -hmm. some of them do definitely stick out. But yeah, that what I do remember was glorious. <laughs> yeah, right, and you know, again, accompanied by that music, like they just uh, yeah. They impacted you, and, you know, they always had them, like, between acts and stuff, so they were a great transition to be, like, get you excited about the next part of the story. Like, it's like, you've just concluded. It was so smart, because it's like, you, you like, just beat Andariel, and, like, mm -hmm. you finished Act 1, and you're like, cool. And then it's like, oh, you want to go east? I'm like, okay, but what's east? But why? <laughs> why? Okay. Oh, here's a cinematic to tell you why you should care. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to see all that stuff. Like, that, it was really smart. Again, everything is, everything in this game for the time, besides some of the mechanics, were really smart and yes. just meshed together extremely well. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. What were some of your favorite NPCs? I mean, obviously Kane. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't I mean, really like, think of any like because like I remember Akara from the first. Yeah, act. like Akara especially just because she's the one that heals you. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then like Charcy because you can get like a maybe cool imbued weapon. Mm hmm. Yeah, like one of the only NPCs I can remember. I mean, like I I remember several of the ones throughout the game, but like 
they didn't do many memorable things. Right, they just kind of fade away. They just existed. Like, but one in particular that I remember is from Act Four, actually, which had I think the least NPCs in the whole game. Yeah, was Hadriel was the angel that. Uh, welcomed you as you walked into the chaos sanctuary or the mm-hmm. river of flame and then the chaos sanctuary and he's like the proceed hero into terror's lair and i'm like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> I, I i'll do that thanks <laughs> um, no big deal just yeah really ominous really set the tone for what was about to happen and a oh boy was it about to happen <laughs> mm-hmm. but i and i also really love Tyrael in general i mean Tyrael's right. great and has a great voice as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, mo- most of the NPCs, I feel like, just existed to give you quests. and there, But there was a lot of good dialogue. Oh, yeah. Hidden in a lot of these NPCs that I may have skipped some of. Um, but, <laughs> what? But there, but there was a lot of good... Um, yeah, there was a lot of good dialogue hidden. Yeah, no, okay. Game. I was just thinking about it. And, like, I had clicked on uh, Kane a couple times to talk to him about uh, some of the characters. And I totally forgot this really weird thing that he said about Farah, who's in the second act, who's Mm -hmm. the, you know, the lady you can do repairs from. He says, There is something about Farah that troubles me. Her manner is strange for a lonely desert maid. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) All right, Kane. (laughs) Right? All right. <laughs> Is that really what we're thinking about right now? <laughs> All <know>. right. That's. <laughs> Jeez. So ominous. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah. For the Diablo 2 talk. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I get. Yeah. You know, cause it, because it must, you know. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> this is true. But. We will be back to talk about Diablo 3 as well, because we did also play that game. Surprise! Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but what now we must do is we must listen to Sam's recommendation. Oh, yes, you must. <laughs> so this week, my recommendation is, I'm probably butchering the name, uh, Abzu. Um, it was free, sorry, (laughs) everyone, it was free on Epic Games, um, I'm not sure how much it is right now, but it's a really fun short game, it's, you know, an explorer type game, uh, you get to, you get to be a, uh, scuba diver, you're not really sure, like, if you're human or what you are exactly, but you're surrounded by this gorgeous underwater world and you get to explore and, you know, find all of these sea creatures and, you know, bring back to life these areas. And the, I won't spoil it, but the ending is amazing. And I think it only took me like two or three hours to play through this game. And I wasn't going like full speed ahead by any means, but... Yeah, it was just a very enjoyable, very chill game. Awesome. Yeah, I've actually been looking for more games like that recently because I've just gotten to that point in my life where I don't need an extreme challenge from a game <laughs> to like try to frustrate me. I'd rather just right, enjoy myself. It's a game you can, you know, go in there, get done in one night and 
ponder it and your life for a little yeah, while. Just, and, then, and then just move on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You don't have to go back to it. You or if you commit. really want to, you can. <laughs> yeah. It's just an easy go in, see a beautiful world, go out. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you for the recommendation. No problem. Well, everyone, this has been Expand Cool. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Expand Cool or Twitter.com slash Expand Cool for episode information and polls for episode topics. Feel free to share your memories of Diablo 2 on our social media. If you want to directly support us, visit Patreon.com slash Expand Cool. Tune in next week for our discussion on Firefly Serenity. I'm Sam. And I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening.